sometimes it's easier for the mind to take on doing things instead of eliminating them. Well, it, especially more so the case if you're you're a yes person and it's difficult to say no without getting into boundaries in this specific episode. It was interesting to learn recently why it's so hard to set boundaries and keep them. But it really boils down to trust in yourself and safety and security within yourself. Now, this is not always the case, but if you were raised in a more chaotic environment, uh, then feeling safe in chaos may be familiar and, or maybe not. And the unsteadiness that comes with that, like you know what you're going to face, but you don't really don't know how this person or this scenario is going to explode in your face uh, and how they're going to blow up in your world because they're basically a ticking time bomb. And this type of behavior, this type of environment is accepted. Not to say that it's acceptable, but it's accepted by you because it's what you've done. It's what you know. But then you become an adult and you have this choice and an opportunity to create your own home, like, you know, create that feng shui and that vibe that you want. But then you can't because you feel stuck in your internal world from the memories and the pain from your childhood, all that chaos that still lives within you, all that fear and anxiety, walking on eggshells, not wanting to upset another person, all of that is living within you. And maybe you don't trust yourself fully to take that action or make that decision for yourself. The harder you make that decision though, the more you will put it off. And the more yeses that you will give into, the less you will uphold your boundaries, especially in toxic environments and with toxic people. And I say this because this is where I came from. I was always giving into um, the yeses and having such a hard time holding up my boundaries. Oh, wait, but I'm just going to stop there <laughs> because that's going off on a tangent. And just say that the realness and that sh- and the straightforwardness of this mess, and I call it a mess because of how it felt for me, because often the things that are causing most of our problems are sometimes the hardest to say goodbye to, like possibly depending on someone else to make us happy or feel loved, like being addicted to quite literally anything, like spending outside of your means to impress those around you or not to own up to the fact that you no longer can live that lifestyle because of whatever life has thrown at you. But if you've been a listener of the All in Harmony podcast, and you may already know that doing the hard things is really what makes us stronger. And I may point out that it's not just about making it hard. Doing things differently is hard in the beginning, but it always gets easier. And that's the idea, to lessen the load, really simplify your life, and make sure that doing more for ourselves is done with more ease and less resistance. On that note, I want to graciously thank you for joining me as I discuss another topic on the All in Harmony podcast with your host, Juliana Linder. This is an opportunity to peel back the layers, go deeper into the understanding of what we consume and the things that consume us, the chance to be real and vulnerable and and taking that leap of faith because you are well supported. 
Speaking of support, if you are not already a member inside Harmony Within on Facebook, I invite you to join the community of other wise warrior women, all on their self-discovery and self-love quest, learning the truth about themselves and really digging into their passion and uncovering their wisdom. The ultimate training of feeling safe when you are uncomfortable. So this is where growth lies and it's really amplified in this experience when you come into this viewpoint. So keep showing up, whether it's here or inside the group, or you're ready to take your self-empowered journey to the next level. Clear out the blocks and really make incredible breakthroughs in love and trust in yourself. So this week I thought I'd dive into energy. And I'll start off by asking, where do you get your energy from? Go ahead and deliberate that for just a few seconds, but better yet, ask yourself, when I'm feeling depleted in energy, how do I restore it? What are my behaviors and actions to gain more energy? Or sometimes what is referred to as motivation. Now you can contemplate that answer, but I want to run through what I found in a quick Google search of the basics. And this went through like ruling out any health problems or and addressing those problems. Moving your body can restore energy. Clearing your mind, um, specifically maybe a yoga class to, to improve your clear-mindedness and energy and confidence. Hydrating your body, flushing out the tuck toxins, relying on your, you know, your ability, your body's ability to repair and restore and getting to bed earlier, but maybe more so just getting a better night's sleep. And that could have to do with so many different areas um, that are compiling into, you know, not having a good sleep. But so those were the, those were the basics. See, and I'd say if you know any bit of physics, you know probably the first law of thermodynamics, which states that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, which means there's a polarity of energy that always exists, but there's either movement or stagnancy. And this energy is really malleable because it has the ability to change form. And the components that it affects this form of energy or, and the components that affect this form, this malleable form, are energy, momentum, and momentum energy. If I refer to this, if I really were to simplify this, and I will because I'm not lecturing on physics right now, I would say that this boils down to third and fourth dimension and really looking into pressure and influence. Now, these can be interpreted in different ways, so I'd like to explain where I'm coming from, but certainly invite you to clarify the difference for yourself. Converting energy is not as easily visualized for someone who doesn't have a good foundational knowledge of chemistry, but I want to note that when I discuss energy shifting and energy movement, I want you to be able to imagine this energy field, one that is endless, it has a surplus of accessibility, and all the energy that you desire is accessible in this force field, in this energy field. Energy in motion is a catalyst of time. Therefore, when you stay in motion in an energetic flowing state, not bound by the pain, resentment, guilt, grief of life, 
your growth as a human being is limitless. The rhythm is apparent. You can feel these energetic shifts happen so quickly and gracefully. And yes, it is not easy in the beginning. And then there's the other side of energy conservation where the body and the brain are not in accordance with each other. And there's avoidance, there's deflecting, there's dis-ease and ailments showing up in the body. And there's problems that are being magnified. There also might be a lack mentality or victim mentality. Life is always happening to me, against me, not for me. If you're aware that a machine needs an outside power supply and you think of your body and mind as a well-oiled machine, then where is your power source coming from? Uh, What a great question. It's your heart. Your heart holds infinite power and you have access to it in any moment of any day. And it's funny because even though there's no such thing as coincidence in this world, I think I really love the fact that this is always coming full circle. And I just finished reading the book, The Power of the Heart. And you know what? In honor of that reading, I want to include a few of my favorite quotes from the book and how this book really proves how we aren't just the creators of our world, but the influencers that shift energy. So I've got the book in front of me. I'm going to go to one of the first quotes as it refers to the power of gratitude. Michael Beckwith says, when you begin to live at that level, the universe responds to that field. And then more and more and more things to be grateful for show up out of nothing. Really reminding yourself that there is love in everyone, always waiting for the moment it can free itself like a butterfly from its cocoon. You release love within yourself by appreciating life and the people around you. That love you send out will come back to you many times over, attracting people, ideas, and events that enrich your life. And I'm just going to pause for a moment as you allow that to sit in, or if you choose to go back and replay it and listen to it a second time. My second favorite quote that I picked out, um, because I have many in this book, but as it refers to creating authentic power, Gary Zuckev says, emotional awareness doesn't just mean the ability to say, I'm angry or I'm sad or I'm happy. No, it's more precise and grounded and much more accurate than that. It means being able to look inside your body at specific areas, for example, your throat area, your chest area, and your solar plexus area and others as well, and see what physical sensations you can detect there. If there are uncomfortable sensations or painful sensations, then you know that a frightened part of your personality is active. That means a part of your personality that comes from fear and the behaviors of that part of your personality will bring things like anger, jealousy, resentment, feeling superior and entitled, feeling inferior and needing to please. And once you know that, you know that acting in love will create constructive and beneficial experiences for you and good feeling experiences for you. And acting in fear will create painful and destructive experiences for you. It's a matter of emotional awareness and responsible choice. Ah, I really love that. And really loving 
the distinction between how we can grow in the spiritual journey because it doesn't always look so distinct in the beginning. And as you start to peel these layers away, as you start to replace your fear with love and compassion and grace, you start to see more parts of yourself that you're aware of, these person, this personality and the personality, but more so the voice that lies within you that you no longer want to accept. You challenge that voice and not in a really destructive or angry way, not in a I blame you kind of way, but a, a welcoming way to welcome in your fears, to welcome in your worries and your concerns and really honestly accept them for what they are show them that appreciation that they are there to serve a purpose and sometimes you do need them but most of the time they're getting in your way and you can uh, express that in a very kind manner in a loving manner and send them on their way this kind of conversation has been superior to all of the other conversations that i've ever had um, in this journey and it's the most practical and it's the most uh, I would say the most difficult to really intertwine and wrap your head around in the moment because you don't always notice it, but then it, it just takes a while. So understand that it will take a while. Okay, let me move on to my third one. And I think I'll just um, do three for now and come back to this because the power of power of their heart book has been very influential in how I just receive messages and continue to build on my practice. So, and I think this is really, I'll say this because it's my most recent fave and mainly because it's so applicable to what's going on in my life and how, what I'm accepting at this moment in time. So Joe Dispenza says, the moment we move into that level of heart coherence, whether we are in meditation or in nature or authentic power, we start to experience a level of joy and love that is coming from within us. When we slip into this place and we feel so whole, we are at the kingdom where we can have anything but no longer want it. That is when miracles begin to happen around us. And the organization of the universe begins to show up in a new, in new and unusual ways. And I said this was very applicable, so I'm feeling this quote very deeply. Um, and I'm loving that, and I'm just holding my heart right now. And this is what spiritual training is about. Being able to recognize within your body what energy, emotion, thought, and belief is showing up and simply witness it. Maybe step in and ask some questions, or just thank it for showing up and move it through the body in something that I feel so lovingly and, and with so much gratitude, I sit in this feeling and I wrap myself in it and I hold it and I feel every bit of this feeling. And if I allow myself the space to do that with this type of feeling, I give myself permission to do it with the hard feelings too. But here's the thing that I think it's a concern for you as the viewer. And it's what I started asking questions about in the very beginning of this journey and I said, what if I, what about the emotions that get trapped? What do I do in that situation? And how do I get them untrapped? How do I begin to let it flow? What? That's another great question. 
Because these repressed negative emotions, the ones that come from the pain and the loss, can be expressed as that anger and the resentment, the self-sabotage, the overreaction or the explosiveness, the increased feelings of anxiety or depression or fatigue. I know at some point you have felt one of these, one of these at least. And that is normal. That's something that is normal within our human experience. But you coming here is telling me that you are something, you are ready for something different. Isn't that right? That's one of the reasons why you're here listening to this personal development podcast and this one in particular, which is also why you're exploring a new area of treatment because the conscious mind working in the conscious mind hasn't worked. It hasn't gotten you far enough. So it's time to start working with the body and with the unconscious mind. Another reason to go through the training and expand your personal practice. It's so that you are you can enter in this, into this more energetic flow and keep it in motion. And that's the whole part of the training is to be able to ebb and flow with the natural energies of the universe, of your existence in your reality. So I want to take a moment to get you into an energetic flow state and then and go ahead and go through a couple questions at the end. So I invite you to get yourself prepared, settling into a nice, comfortable seat, making sure that you are not operating a motor vehicle at this time, and it's safe to, to close your eyes wherever you are, wherever you are in this moment, and bring your, your focus to your breath, to your body, into this present moment. Take a moment to breathe in gently and breathe out gently. Taking this breath and this mindfulness into the present moment, wherever you are, wherever you are sitting, wherever you are coming into this moment to relax your body, relax your mind, and just focusing on your breath. If you feel drawn to, go ahead and place your hand on your heart and imagine that you are breathing in through your heart, taking that breath in through the heart as opposed to your lungs, sending that energy and oxygen into your chest, filling up your belly, expanding your ribs, getting all the way to the top and then gently letting out that breath through the mouth, releasing all the energy that is no longer wanted in the body. We're doing this five more times, inhaling long and slow through your nose, pulling in through your heart, keeping that image on your heart, sending the energy out through your lips. Good. Four more times. Exhaling, inhaling as deep as you can. And as you're inhaling, feeling yourself breathe in this ease and this peace, getting to the top, exhaling nice and slowly, sending that energy out from your heart, breathing in again through your nose, feeling that love and that compassion fill your heart, breathing all the way into the very top Exhaling nice and slowly. Doing that one more time. Inhaling through your nose. Breathing in the feelings of calm, peace, and love. 
and breathing out, exhaling through your mouth and maybe adding a sigh to it. Now feeling that your body is in a deeper relaxed state, continue to breathe mindfully and gently. Your breathing makes you aware of yourself in this present moment, wherever that is. And with your mind calm, breathing deeply in and out, you can encounter and acknowledge the beautiful things around you right now. This body that you love giving space to, you love allowing it to take up space, your surroundings, the floor that your feet are on, and view your life as a series of present moments, whereas the past is gone and the future is not here yet. By being in the present moment, you are in touch with your heart. If you still have your hand on your heart, continue to do so, continuing to breathe in through your heart and out through your heart. Expanding your breath is expanding your chest cavity and expanding your heart. And with your heart's expansion, you are endlessly growing. You are endlessly evolving and transforming, changing. And the interesting part about the change that's happening now within you is the unveiling. Is all these layers that are being peeled back to showcase what's underneath. That the real you, the authentic, powerful you, the you inside that has always been there, but covered for far too long. The present moment provides an opportunity to stay in that power zone, to stay in your authentic power and make choices and behaviors from that power. Go ahead and start to wiggle your, your fingers and your toes. You can pull your sight up to your third eye. Your eyes will begin to blink or flutter. And this is your time where you can gently open up your eyes and coming back into the space. Feeling in this deep sense of relaxation and calm in your body and breathing into this feeling in the body. What a great way to connect with yourself and connect with your breath and your body in just a matter of a couple minutes. I think I mentioned some questions, but I, I really just want to ask one question. And the first and the one and only question that I'm going to ask you that I want you to take further into uh, your life after this podcast episode. So finish the podcast episode all the way through and, and sit for a moment. We, we tend to, to rush out of things and, and quickly move on to the next thing. But when you're listening to an episode like today, and really many on the All in Harmony podcast, give yourself the moment uh, after listening to absorb the information. And the one question I want to ask is, how are you creating a better future for yourself in the present moment? And this could be a long and lengthy response, or it could be one sentence long. It could start off as one sentence and develop into more over time. So this is a question that I want you to come back to after listening to this episode over the next seven days. And just keep coming back to this one question. 
How are you creating a better future for yourself in the present moment? And on that note, I'm going to make, I'm going to kind of make a switch in the episode and go into what I feel like maybe the elephant in the room, because we started this conversation around energy and like, how do you restore your energy once you feel depleted of it? And we went into the energetics of it and how energy is neither created nor destroyed. So it just needs to be shifted, right? It needs to follow this motion of momentum and to flow through your body. And that will create the calm and the ease and the peace that you're looking for. But I want to bring up this elephant in the room because I think it's it could be comical. I think it's just something fun to talk about, which is coffee. Because Americans in particular are literally addicted to coffee. And it really seems to be like the number one go-to for restoring your energy. And I, I'm going to put that restoring in quotations because... Um, there's some not so great things about coffee. And I, you know, I, I went to a university where I took a exercises medicine class and my professor started each lecture with a benefit of drinking coffee regularly. And sure it works. It has in my life. Um, I sure know how it works. I also want you as the listener to be aware of how much you have, uh, how much you're consuming on a regular basis and what it's doing to you in the long run. Also contemplate if you take breaks, just like any other drug, um, drug of choice depends on what we're talking about right now is coffee, but giving yourself breaks to adjust your tolerance level and probably asking yourself, do I drink more coffee than water in a day? I really hope the answer to that question is no, but it sure could be yes. And you just want to address it and see if you're ready to make that change. The only way to feel better really though, is to show your body how you can feel better. And that's what today is all about. Stepping in, taking ownership and really making those honorable decisions for yourself, despite what someone else might say or what you're used to doing. Okay. Question it. Question it in a good way, as in, I'm ready to evolve, I'm ready to make a change. So I'm going to ask myself, what can I do better? But I think let's start, let's go back and I want to talk about what coffee really interferes with. Because when it comes to making decisions, uh, which most of these conversations are about, and most of the topics that I bring into the All in Harmony podcast is making more honorable decisions for yourself that honor you. I want to take a quick moment to break down the brain. In a simple way, because, and I did that for the little tidbit around physics, your brain, your brain, your brain operates at five different levels, each giving off different frequencies, waves, um, or energy. Most, if not all of your awakeness, uh, each day as a human is spent in what's considered beta waves. This is a very active and like speedy waves, and it's usually between 13 and 40 hertz. This constant activity is associated with the worry, the stress, the anxiety, the fear, the irritability, the moodiness, the anger, the nervousness, et cetera, et cetera. You get the picture. Now, where meditation begins is in the alpha phase, almost like your midline energy, around 7 to 13 hertz, and it is certainly more of a peaceful state. The ones I like to access and guide others to access is the theta brainwaves, uh, which are a frequency of a f- 
I believe four to seven hertz. And that allows the person to tap into their potential, to make wave and, and channel these clear answers that are coming through. Uh, all it's uh, again, coming back to that, coming out of the mind and into the heart to allow those answers to come through, allowing for exploration of the different realms and paradigms, and even really deepening our connection to self and source. Outside of deep, restful, restful and restorative sleep, sleep theta waves are the dominant frequency in healing. It's referred to as the healing wave. And this is where high creativity happens um, and remembering emotional experiences, whether they're good or they're bad. It's also where you retrieve your memories and encode, or what I also call claim, new beliefs and thoughts. Doesn't that sound fucking magical? Like, if I heard this three years ago, I would be like, where do I go? I need to sign up now because I wanted clarity. I wanted deeper connection. I wanted freedom from my mind. I wanted to get out of my own way. I wanted to work with myself and not against myself. I wanted to no longer accept that my mind was the enemy and it was working against me, not with me. This access to our brainwave state and the frequency it holds is really the key to elevating your human experience. And I'm not going to say that lightly. I mean that with every cell in my body. And it doesn't take much to make the switch. Sure, there's these deep memories and emotions to work through, but you can also bring your breath and your focus into the body and speak aloud that information or that affirmation in this very moment. You don't have to wait. You don't have to process things. I've had really great success in disrupting the negative thoughts and reframing by pausing in the moment to acknowledge what is coming up and then using an affirmation to switch my energy, to switch my mood. It's like in an instant, this it gives you this energy boost, especially if you feel like you're slipping fast, especially if you've literally flipped the switch and you are okay and then all of a sudden you are sulking. You're choosing self-destructive behaviors. So when you're feeling that stress, that anxiousness, depressed, scared, maybe jittery, like these, these affirmations can help you regain your self-confidence and self-belief instantly, but in combination with doing the other work, the healing work, the working with your inner child, doing shadow work, doing parts of self-work, really letting go of these really difficult emotions and pains and memories moving past the, the negatively charged emotion or memory so that you're not triggered anymore. This deep work is where things start to really shift. And it lays this platform to absorb the affirmations that you're saying. If you're not doing the releasing work, it's going to be really hard to consciously create this um, environment in your mind. And you know that 90% of your decisions are made by your subconscious mind. So these decisions that you're making for your life need to be on board with all of you, the whole you, the wholeness of you. And I never could attest where I am today by doing it, by saying that I did it alone. I always got help. Every new stage that I was seeking, every new breakthrough that I wanted on a, on a very substantial 
level and layer that I knew I wasn't able to get myself through um, alone, I sought help. So if you're interested in getting a taste of that spiritual training, that deep inner work that I use with my clients, and I first began on myself, let's get connected to see what is getting in your way and how can you start creating harmony within. I'll have a link to my schedule in the description, along with my Facebook community for Wise Warrior Women, all on their self-discovery journey, and my Mind Body Reset 7-Day Challenge to get you and your emotions moving in the right directions. If you have any questions or you want to leave a comment, I invite you to leave it here. It will help make this podcast even better. And of course, I love reviews. Your input is always appreciated. Until next Tuesday, bye for now.